One of the things that my wife and I learned, and this was actually after a Disneyland vacation, we got back. And for us, like for many people, Disneyland, if you're going and going and going and having a blast, you're tired when you're done. Yeah. And then you get back and then you have to wake up in the morning, you go to work. We're like, well, that stinks. I'm still tired. We like to end our vacations uh, on Saturdays. Make sure we come home on Saturday. Mm. So then we still do have our rest day on Sunday. Yeah. And that gives us a day to just chill and kind of do nothing. But then it also gives us a day as a family to do our, our family calendar. I, I would strongly recommend that. Like you've got your week unplug or your time where you go going to Disney. I would make sure that you take a day afterwards just to one, rest your body, mm-hmm. two, rest your mind, and three, organize with your family what the next week's going to look like. Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we help you understand that stewardship is about more than just finances. Today, Grant and I are going to be talking about stewarding our rest. And we talked about rest before oh, yeah. on the podcast, but um, in this episode, we want to specifically talk about uh, how to rest effectively yeah. on, say, like a vacation or maybe a long weekend. I mean, a lot of us have spring breaks coming up. Yeah. Our, our kids are going to be out of school in Arizona. Many, many school districts take two weeks off in, in the spring. Yeah. In real time, mm-hmm. as we're recording this, in in seven days, I will be out of town or headed out of town Yeah, to go to Disneyland. With my yeah. Um, so I want to know, <laughs> mm-hmm. how do I make this the most effective time? in my life so that our listeners can do that in their lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why we're doing this today. So, And, you know, I got to stop the podcast for a second and just, uh, I, I showed up for this podcast and I literally, all I had to do was walk into the room, put on the headphones, finish my coffee, and we're recording. You do an excellent job of just like making it happen. Like before we hit record, you were like, I feel like I'm not prepared for this podcast because this, this is just... So easy. But you have put in a lot of work to just make this podcast production easy. And it's especially easy for me. And I'm grateful for that. So I'm excited that you get to take time to be with your family, completely unplugged from stewardship and go to Disney yeah. and have a good time. I can't wait to see pictures of Olive uh, in her engagements with princesses and all the things. Oh, she loves them so much. Oh, man. It's going to be yeah. great. Thanks for saying that. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, in, in the previous podcast episode, we talked about the importance of rest. We had Brandon on the show, uh, one of our favorite guests, Brandon, who works here. Our His friend. stories are the best. He's, he's great. Uh, he talked about how important rest is. If you missed that episode, you can find the link in the show notes. But while we all understand how important it is, sometimes I think for me, the challenge is like, how do I do it effectively? You know, I get why it's important. And that question seems like, what do you mean? Well, this is what you mean. Have you ever gone on a vacation and then it's over and you're like, I, I don't feel rested at all. Exactly. Like I'm more tired or I'm mm-hmm. more worn out or I'm more frustrated or I'm more upset. Like whatever mm-hmm. the, the thing is, I didn't escape anything, you know? Right. Um, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. And, I, and there's some very simple intentional things that we can all do to ensure that we get the the, the result we want from the rest. Right. It's like there's a reason to rest. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if we're not doing the rest correctly, 
the why behind the rest doesn't happen correctly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. When I come back to, you know, a thousand emails or, right. or just higher workload before and after, that mm-hmm. can be stressful. So we're going to talk today about how to prepare for rest and how to make some intentional decisions before and during uh, time away from our work and our, our regular lives so that when we come back, reentry isn't, isn't like this overwhelming concept. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, it's, it, it just starts with a mindset that, that we have to be realistic. I think too mm-hmm. often we think that there's a, a magic pill that we can take to escape from some of our issues or we are frustrated or overwhelmed. So we just take this magic pill, which is a vacation, right? Mm-hmm. And we think like, okay, all I need to do is just like get away. Or right. all I need to do is just go on a vacation and it'll fix everything. And it it doesn't, right? right? Uh, and then we're, we're upset or we're frustrated when, it, when, when that doesn't happen. And we need to be realistic that um, the vacation in itself isn't going to fix everything. But more importantly, whatever problems or frustrations or things we're trying to escape, they're all still there when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times they're compounded or piled up now, as you mentioned, with the emails. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's just really some, some good intentional things that you can do. Uh, before, during, and after to make the rest as awesome as possible. But uh, unless you have a proper mindset going into the vacation, like, hey, I'm going on this vacation. I'm going to try my best to rest and rest well. Uh, But the reality is life still happens while I'm away. Yeah. Like things aren't going to necessarily get better just because I leave. Mm-hmm. You know, um, those things that I, I am resting from will need to be dealt with when I return. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's important to note. That is very, very important for us to be realistic. Like, yes, vacation. Yes. Rest. We need to do those things. They're very good. But we get back and those things will still be there. Right. And mm-hmm. then we, we have to just know that going into it. One important aspect of that mindset is uh, it's super important to communicate. Yeah. Something we do around here is the ideal year calendar. Everybody turns in an ideal year. And on that, we've, we've had a podcast about that as well. But we we all kind of make a guess as to when we're going to take time off work so that we can communicate that to everybody else here. And that's something you, Grant, are great at is you've got your months of, of focus. You used to call them months away, but now it's not so much. You're not away, mm-hmm. but you change your focus from the day-to-day mm-hmm. to some bigger projects. Yeah. But what's great about it is there's a lot of communication ahead of time. Yep. When we're trying to schedule podcast recordings, it's like, okay, well, we don't do that in March. Mm-hmm. So let's try to get as many done in February as we can. And then we can look at, at April for the next round. Yeah. Um, and I know that. So it's it's helpful for me to then prepare so that I don't have to try to take time away from your time of focus. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to figure out what to do because I already yeah. knew, you yeah. know, so. And for you, you're, you're communicating that, you know, you're going to be gone and going to Disney and whatnot. So mm-hmm. we, we've known that around the office. So we are rallying around you, making sure that the things that need to get recorded, mm-hmm. get recorded beforehand because we, they won't be able to get recorded while you're gone. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, communication is big. Having that realistic mindset um, goes beyond like, hey, yeah, I need, I need to I need to have a realistic mindset in my head, but it's communicating with everybody that's important to you or that's in your life uh, so that you guys can work together. Otherwise, that rest isn't going to happen well. Yeah, so we've got the mindset of, of being realistic and understanding that a vacation is not a cure-all, right? It's not a magic solution to all our problems. Our mindset's in the right spot, but but still, how do I make sure 
what are the practical ways I can make sure that my time away is refreshing, it's recharging, and when I get back, I do have that renewed energy to tackle these things. Um, so we're going to get into that right after this brief one-minute money tip. question I get all the time is how much is my premium going to go up if I file a claim? Short answer, I have no idea. Now, I could give you an educated guess, but that's going to be based on your specific situation because there are so many factors that go into your renewal premium beyond whether or not you file a claim. That's something that I could help you with, but I would need to know what's going on at a deeper level. But the real question you need to be asking is, do I need to file an insurance claim? Now, here's the deal. If you're in a situation where your $20,000 vehicle has just been totaled or you came home from work and the hose behind your fridge popped off and now you have to part the Red Sea, you know, just to get into your kitchen and we're talking thousands of dollars, yes, file a claim, that's why you have insurance. But if you're in a situation where your deductible's a thousand and you know, the total claim is 2000, that's a time where you need to talk with your insurance advisor to see what's in your best interest and that is something they can help you out because they know your specific situation. All right, Grant. So I'm about seven days away yep. from head, heading out to California, and we're making the the general preparations. We're you know we're thinking about what kinds of souvenirs are we going to buy, and we're yeah. thinking about what kinds of restaurants do we want to try to make sure we get to at Disney. Yep. Um, things like that. The hotel's all booked, but how do I how do I best prepare? What's a practical thing I can do to prepare for this trip to make sure it's it's the most refreshing? Yeah. So it starts with, uh, as you mentioned earlier on communication. So we got to communicate to everybody, yes, that we are are going to be gone, but not just that you're going to be gone, what it's going to be like to get in touch with you. Are you going to fully unplug or are there going to be ways that you're going to connect? Meaning, will you intentionally choose to open up your laptop at certain times throughout, right? So I'll go on vacations mm-hmm. like that. There'll be times where I'm completely unplugged. You won't be able to get a hold of me at all. Mm-hmm. But there will be times where we'll go away, you know, to California or something. And I'll spend most of the day with my family. But then after everybody goes to bed, I'm going to open up my laptop and I'm going to get some work done, right? Mm-hmm. And the team knows that. So you have to, to ahead of time, communicate, but try to communicate the details of what your life is going to be like and what it's... going to be like to get a hold of you during that time, because then that helps, you know, prepare everybody for, okay, well, if this is what your life's going to be like in your vacation or in your time away, that means while you're gone or before you leave, rather, we're going to need to get some stuff done, right? Mm -hmm. And you can schedule properly of like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. As you said, we're seven days away. Okay. what, What do I need to do in that next seven days? Also, we all know that you should be setting away messages like mm-hmm. in your email and like autoresponders. Um, yeah. But did you know that you can also set those for your phone in text messages? Really? Yeah. So you can have autoresponders to, to text messages so that if, if somebody sends you a text message, you can say, hey, heads up, I'm on vacation from this time to this time. I may not be responding to my text messages or I might be delayed, right? Or yeah. you can tell them, hey, respond to, to this person for me. Uh, yes, autoresponders into your email. Yeah, I'm on vacation or, hey, I'm, I'm going to have delayed responses from this date to this date. Uh, in your voicemail, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have delayed responder, responses from this date to this date. But it might be a good idea to set up certain rules in your email inbox. Hmm. So here's an example. We at at Stewardship Realty do these free things called discovery trips. 
where we yeah. um, take people out to go look at homes, even if they're not like shopping for a house, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why we do this is because um, we believe that the more information that you have way early in the process, the better home buyer you become. Yeah. Uh, so too often people are buying a home and they then they have to deal with like buyer's remorse or they have to like quickly find a home mm-hmm. and they haven't done the you know research ahead of time to mm-hmm. determine really what what are neighborhoods like, what are homes like. So we help people take their curiosity and kind of dreaming beyond you know clicking on, through things on Zillow right. and say, hey, we go look at homes anyways every week as part of our job because we have to research neighborhoods. If you ever want to come and check homes out, come with us. Or if you've got any homes you want us to take you in, great. And there's, you leave your checkbook and you leave your, uh, you know, pen at home. There's no contract, something you have to sign. It's all free. And we just walk people through these things. And we, we're, we're calling this a discovery trip. And this is new. Not a whole lot of real estate companies do this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I could do is set a rule in my email inbox that says, um, if there's any email that contains the words discovery trip, I'm going to put it in a specific folder. And the reason for that is when I get back, I'm going to have a ton of emails to go through, right? But now that specific folder will have all of those emails that contain Discovery Trip. And that is something that needs to be top of mind because that's a project that we're currently working on. It it allows you to kind of uh, prioritize what type of emails uh, you're going to go tackle when you first get back. Because as we mentioned before, there's an expectation that we have to manage there's a lot of things that are still going to be there and might be piled up when we get back. Yeah. Uh, so so let, let's do that. But really, this whole um, before phase of uh, preparing for your time away, it has to do with not just communicating, but putting in a little bit of extra time and a little bit of extra effort um, yeah. so that things are less hectic when you return. Yeah, setting all those away messages, setting those autoresponders, setting those rules in your email inbox. But for me, too, it's also setting my family's expectations. Um, Before we Mm. head out of town, I will let my wife know, heads up, because we're going to be gone, I'm going to have to put in a few extra hours beforehand because there's work that I'll have to like do early or pre-do before I we leave. Right. So then my family knows that they know that daddy's going to come home a little bit later right on those mm-hmm. particular days because I'm preparing for 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 when we're gone so that I can focus on them and or work less when when, when we are gone. Yeah. Um so the the before work has to do with uh communicating, it has to do with uh creating systems and rules and and organization stuff, but it also has to do with actually putting in a little bit of extra time beforehand and letting everybody know like hey, this time's going to need to be done. Yeah. And that actually that made me think of something that I think is kind of intuitive, but uh, I know for me it has been difficult to practice. But when you mentioned doing a little bit extra work ahead of time so that we have that free space, so that we were able to prepare, it made me think of of the old timey <laughs> Old Testament Sabbath practice, yeah, where they would they would have to do extra work so that they would have food ready for the Sabbath because you couldn't prepare food on the Sabbath, right? Yep. You, there were things you couldn't do, and that was a result of developing a rhythm of work and rest. Yeah. And I think being able to put in these extra hours and and obviously communicating with your family is important, but all of that I think comes easier the more work and rest becomes a a sort of back and forth rhythm in Mm -hmm. our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the fact that you have March and September as your months of focus, Mm -hmm. and it's always the same months Mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. Um, my My week unplug that I 
I, I'm always like a last minute decider on when my week unplug will be. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I took it like at the end of November mm-hmm. and then now I'm taking it in January of this year. And it's like, it's just kind of whenever. And that makes it a lot more difficult to establish that rhythm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, if it, if it's possible in the work you're doing to make it a regular thing, mm-hmm. then I think that makes that function a lot better. It does. And it doesn't always have to be um, a regular time of year, but if you are regularly evaluating your time off when your time off ends, then it helps you build to get better for the next time off, right? Mm. So that's kind of where we get to the next step. It's like, okay, what do we do beforehand? What do we do afterwards? Well, one of the things you have to do afterwards um, in this step two is, is evaluate. Mm. Um, so I sit down and I, and I chat with my wife or even talk with my kids and be like, Hey, what'd you think of the vacation? You know, what, what was, you know, in my, with my kids, I call it happy and crappy. What was your happy oh, the nice. vacation? What was your crappy? <laughs> but with my wife, it's just like, okay, what do we do? Right. You know, what do we need to repeat? Yeah. All right. What was, what was tough? What was a struggle? But then also looking in the mirror too, like, Hey, what, what was good for me in that? How, how, how do I want to adjust things? What, are, what do I need to repeat? And some of that comes down to like, wait a minute, really, was I able to rest? Oh, hey, we did it. I communicate well with everybody ahead of time. Man, what about those rules I set in my inbox? Did that even work? Man, how did people respond to those auto text messages? Should I do that again? But if you're evaluating after each um, vacation or after each rest time, then it allows you to think through, okay, this is what I want to do different next time. And then you're able to apply it like I've been doing this type of evaluating for my rest time for years, right? Mm-hmm. So as a result, I've I've got a whole bunch of systems and processes to some that might seem like super overwhelming, but I didn't just come up with those one day, <laughs> right. you know? It's just something that I have built on and I've built on them because something that I believe all of us need to do for our rest time is when it's over, evaluate. Mm. How was it? How did it go? And And what do I want to do different next time? Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think it's important for me to remember uh, I'm not going to fix everything after by listening to one podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if I do everything the podcast says, it's not going to make everything magically better, just like the vacation doesn't magically make the problems go away. <laughs> yeah. And 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 on that same kind of thought process when, hey, what, what do we need to do afterwards? We talked about what we need to do before. Uh, one thing that I think is wise to not do afterwards is setting appointments. Mm. So if, if I would come back from a vacation and then the next day I've got a ton of meetings or I've mm-hmm. got a speaking engagement or I've got a if something that's just going to take a lot of my time, right? Man, it it makes coming back tough mm. because again, th- things don't stop when I'm gone right? and things do pile up when I'm gone. So I need to build in some margin for me to be able to handle those things. I need to be able to have some margin to maybe organize what is disorganized and then tackle it. Yeah. And it's hard to do if I'm in and out of meetings or have a lot of appointments or have other things that are taking up my time. So uh, another thing to not do afterwards is don't schedule a bunch of appointments mm-hmm. like right when you return. Um, one of the things that my wife and I learned, and this was fairly early on in, in, in our marriage, is... And this was actually after a Disneyland vacation. We got back. And for us, like for many people, Disneyland, if you're going and going and going and having a blast, 
you're tired when you're done. Yeah. And then you get back and then you have to wake up in the morning, you go to work. We're like, well, that stinks. I'm still tired. <laughs> um, we like to end our vacations uh, on Saturdays. Make sure we come home on Saturday. Mm. So then we still do have our rest day on Sunday. Yeah. And that gives us a day to just chill and kind of do nothing. Um, a lot of times we won't go to church on those Sundays on purpose mm-hmm. so that we can sleep in. Um, but then it also gives us a day as a family to do our, our family calendar. Mm. Um, and before the podcast, one of the questions that you had kind of asked me is like, yeah, I don't really know what systems and things to do with my family to, to do, you know, before or after right. a vacation. I, I would strongly recommend that. Like you've got your week unplug or your time where you go to Disney. I would make sure that you take a day afterwards just to one, rest your body, mm-hmm. two, rest your mind, and three, organize with your family what the next week's going to look like. Mm. Uh, Sam, who has been on the podcast before, a stewardship mm-hmm. employee and and part of her role as my executive assistant, uh, she just went to Hawaii. And before she left, I reminded her of this. I said, hey, make sure you take a day to just do nothing. Even if you need an extra day here to, to, to have off, take that uh, because the jet lag coming back from Hawaii is real. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot that you're going to have to kind of digest after spending time with your daughter and doing those fun things and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and it's, a, it's it allows you to come back better. Uh, so we talked about what to do before. We're, we're talking about now what to do after. And I think one of the things you've, you've got to make sure you do after your vacation is add another day there <laughs> where yeah. you don't do anything. And uh, that has helped a lot for me. And now my wife knows, okay, if we're ever going to have a vacation or time away, I got to make sure that we do our best to return on a Saturday so that we have mm-hmm. that time Sunday and then uh, I can go back to work on Monday and they can start, you know, their week on Monday. Yeah. I think we're coming back on a Monday. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's what Sam did too. Yeah. And then she took the Tuesday off. Yeah. And then now she's was back yesterday, which was Wednesday. So. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to double check my calendar. I might have that Tuesday off. Yep. But we are going to send my daughter back to school because we don't want her to miss a day of preschool. She loves preschool. That's so. <laughs> but even then, like if she goes to preschool and then you and Heather are able, able to drive her there together and mm-hmm. then you get the day together to decompress right. and look back on the time that was and praise mm-hmm. God for it um, and think about all the fun stuff that you had and laugh and have memories, but then also say, okay, well, how could we improve? Next time we go to Disney, what are we going to do different? Next time we have vacation, what are we going to do different, right? Yeah. And then pick all of up from preschool together, mm-hmm. you know, having talked through all of that stuff. And then maybe even take her out to like, you know, ice cream or, a, you know, a steamed milk at a coffee shop or something <laughs> and just say, um, hey, what was your favorite part about Disney? You know, what, yeah. what did you like the most? What do you want to do again? You know, and, and evaluating with her, yeah. It, it helps. Then reminding her and reminding yourselves, okay, we're done with vacation. Let's get back into our rhythms. This week we have A, B, and C. We got to make sure we keep doing those. And then mm-hmm. we're also the next week going to continue back with X, Y, and Z, right? So it's it it's something that should be done, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, so we talked about before. Yep. We've talked about after. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can do while I'm gone that oh, helps yeah. me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the during. What do you do during your rest or during your vacation sleep, to make sure you actually rest? the whole time? Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> uh, at least for me. But no, that's what, it, that's what it comes down to is, I just said it, at least for me, what, what is it that you feel like you need rest from most? Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Uh, when we vacation with friends, we have some friends that um, love to cook. So as a result, if we go on vacation, they're like, all right, let's go to the grocery store. 
let's get some food so that we can have our food ready for this vacation. Well, my wife does a lot of cooking at home and does a lot of cleaning at home. Mm -hmm. And I know she needs a rest rest from that. So the last thing I want her to do on a time away or vacation is to do cooking and cleaning. Yeah. Uh, So I tell those friends, sorry, we're not doing that. I don't want my wife doing dishes. I don't want want my wife cleaning, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, so, So those are things that, that you have to know and understand what you need rest from. So going out to eat more often than not when we're on a vacation is a huge break for, for my wife, something that she needs. Yeah. Um, for me, I am on screens all the time. Mm-hmm. I am on all kinds of different social media. I'm on email. I'm in front of video and camera and I'm on mm-hmm. this podcast. So I take intentional breaks away from, from screens. Mm-hmm. I will leave my phone in the hotel um, and just have my Apple Watch on me. So if anybody needs me, they can just call or text me. I don't have any other notifications coming to me there. Mm. Um, I will sometimes leave my laptop at home and not even and bust it out. Or if I do bust it yeah. out, it's at a very intentional, scheduled times. I mentioned that before, right? Mm-hmm. If, if I'm going to bust out my laptop, I'll say, okay, it's going to be from this time to this time. Um, but what do you need that rest from? And make sure you don't do that <laughs> during the vacation. Yeah. Yeah, like sometimes I might think I need a rest from my toddler, mm-hmm. but that's not that's not the case in this vacation. Yeah. And so I have to plan out. And I'm I've, I was even thinking as you were talking, well, if if I need a break from her and and my wife needs a break from her at times, then we can each take her mm-hmm. from the other one, mm-hmm. and I can say, hey Heather, why don't you go to a coffee shop and read a book for an hour and a half, and I'll hang out with Olive, and then after that. We'll trade. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times we use generalizations saying, oh man, I need rest from my kids or I need rest from my work or I just need rest from life. And that's very general. But right. really what, we, what we're what we saying is, man, I need rest from uh, the 145 emails I have to respond to each day at mm. work. Yeah. I need rest from... Um, the constant go, 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 go that I have in my life. And I just need to not go, go, go. I, I need to be on a vacation where there's no plan mm-hmm. and we just sit, right? Yeah. No, we just go with the flow rather. Um, you don't need to rest from your toddler. It's what are the things in your relationship with your toddler, the engagements that you have with her that are frustrating to you and how can you mm-hmm. remove those engagements and have more different types of engagements, right? So That's instead great. of constantly trying to uh, parent her and teach her and coach her, um, you decide, hey, you know what? During this vacation, we're going to have rules. But instead of constantly telling her no and teaching her, I'm going to hold my tongue when teaching her over this three-day period while we're away. Mm. And I'm going to do my best to say yes more than I'm going to say no, mm. right? Or wh- whatever yeah. that thing is. Because that that's really, none of us really need a break from our kids. We love right. our kids, I love right? spending time with her Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. But there's certain engagements that we have with our children mm-hmm. that do wear on us. And if yeah. they're honest, it wears on them too. So yeah. what is it specifically in your relationship or in your life that you need rest from? Try to go beyond the generalization of, I need rest from work. I need rest mm-hmm. from my kid. Well, what is, it? what is it about those things that you need rest from? And make sure you're doing everything that you can during the vacation to remove those things, not do those things, mm-hmm. um, and, and engage in something else. And honestly, Dan, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. 
at least when you first start doing it, to leave your cell phone in your hotel room. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really hard. It's really hard to stop quote unquote parenting or coaching your kids um, and constantly trying to teach them something. At least it is for me. I'm always trying to make a life lesson out of something. They're, they're <laughs> going to be so tired of me when they get older. Um, you know, and I have to stop that and just listen and let them be. And uh, it's really hard to think twice before saying no when they ask for something and, and doing your best to say yes during the vacation because you say no so much, especially to a toddler, right? Mm-hmm. Those those things that you need rest from, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to do it. So another thing that you can do during is get accountability during. Mm-hmm. So speak with your spouse about us. You and Heather need to talk and say, look, here are the things I think specifically that I need rest from. Um Here's the things that I need to not do as much as I'm engaging with Olive. Would you help me in that? Mm. When, when I do it, would you lovingly just grab my collar and say, hey, you did the thing. Let's <laughs> not do that next time. Right? Mm-hmm. And you, ah, yep, you're right. Sorry. I got to think through that better. You know, or, hey, when you notice me about to do that, would you give me, you know, the signal, the high sign, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, just tap me on the shoulder and let me know. That accountability will help you because, again, it's going to be really hard to break away from those things that you need rest from. Because the truth is, sometimes those things that we need rest from, we're doing over and over and over again in our normal life because people are counting on us for those things. Yeah. It's valuable in our to other people. So that's why we have to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And or we're good at it. And it's yeah. hard. It's hard to stop doing things you're good at, and it's hard to stop doing things that add value to people's lives. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's it's not it's not going to be easy. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, I, I needed to hear that, and I need to have a conversation with Heather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I want to ask her what what do you need rest from? Yes. And, and how can we make sure we get that for both of us? Um, and another practical thing uh, that I remember that we've made content about before. I believe it was a one minute money tip. Um, probably won't be the one for this podcast episode, but, uh, you've talked about taking a break from your budget, um, specifically on vacation, taking a vacation from the budget. And, uh, Heather and I are going to be trying that this time. We've set a budget for the trip, so yeah. we know how much total we're going to spend, but we're actually transferring it into a separate checking account yep. with a different debit card. Yep. And we're going to use that card so that we don't have to track expenses the whole yep. time because, you're no longer reconciling right. or like categorizing yeah. or like organizing. It's just, hey, if there's money there, we spend it. Mm-hmm. If not, we don't swipe the card and that's easy, you know? Yeah, exactly. And and that will be a little bit challenging for us because of how much we live by entering all the receipts mm-hmm. into YNAB, mm-hmm. making sure that everything is reconciled. So yeah. it's going to be a little bit difficult, but I think it'll be a lot more freeing yeah. for that that time that we have away. So that's another thing that I guess I need a break from, you know, yeah. the strictness of the budget. And, and here's a, a, a something I really want to encourage you with, and hopefully this encourages our listeners as well. You're not going to execute this vacation perfectly beforehand. You're not going to execute mm. this vacation perfectly afterwards. You're not going to execute this vacation perfectly during. <laughs> and all of these steps and things that I laid out, there's a lot there and it yeah. can be overwhelming. Just pick one or two of the things that I had mentioned and try them. And when you fail in them, because you will, <laughs> be encouraged that you tried. Yeah. Be encouraged that you tried. Because when you tried it and you failed it, it's going to help you understand if you should try it again or how to do it different next time. 
And that's a big deal. It's a process to learn how to properly rest. You really, it's not weird to say, but we really do have to learn to properly rest. And you're not going to get it right every time. You will fail and make mistakes. It's not going to go exactly how you thought or planned. And that's okay. Uh, But celebrate when it does. And when you make those mistakes, have grace for yourself and figure out what you want to do different next time. Yeah, that's really good. And it's it's making me just feel grateful for the the fact that I can try to rest. I have that ability. Mm -hmm. What a gift that we we can take time away. Yeah. And rest. And I want you to rest because as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, you're so great at producing the media and things here and specifically on this podcast. All I have to do is walk in the door, put on the headphones and show up and I go. Um, That's unbelievably valuable and we need that value and we need you to be at your best. And the only way you will be at your best is if you rest well. And I'm looking forward to to seeing how you rest well and uh, having you back so that you can continue to add value, not just to me, but more importantly, add value to the lives of our clients, everybody who's listening now, um, as we do our best to love them through finances and even on this podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Grant. And uh, well, you know what to do. Hopefully you have a chance coming up with spring break with all the, uh, the busyness of 2023 as it gets rolling. Think about your next vacation. Get ready, prepare, set those email rules and and make sure you take some time to rest this year. Uh, I've heard a lot of people are, are making the theme for this year, taking it down a notch, just yeah. dialing back. Yeah, <laughs> Things have been crazy for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully this podcast has been helpful for that. Uh, again, if you missed the other episode on rest, check that out in the description. And uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.